The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all and salutations. Uh, my name is the aforementioned uh, Tony Lightfoot. Glad to have you on board uh, this uh, latest edition of the TWBC podcast. Uh, previewing the uh, the Swiss Pro Slalom, which takes place uh, on the, the very first day of May uh, this season. We've already heard uh, from a few of the skiers that will be uh, trying to contend for, uh, for a high spot or at least to get through to the championship round. Uh, we're going to focus on two more competitors. In a few minutes, you'll hear from Jamie Calhoun, but uh, we're going to first uh, hear from uh, from a skier from uh, from Great Britain, originally from Bolton, and is currently the National Collegiate Men's Slalom Champion. He is none other than Aaron Davies. How are you doing? Hi, Tony. Yes, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So uh, coming into this event, you you're feeling confident. You're feeling fit. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling fit, um, feeling stronger than I ever have. Um, just come back from California, skiing with Will Bush, trying to get some uh, some skiing in up there, and yeah, it's been it's been good good season so far. But getting getting uh, psyched for the first pro event of the year. So I take it you're riding the Ion Two. How's that working out for you? Yeah, I'm riding Ion Two. It's it's working good. It feels really good, and uh, looking forward to to see how things pan out this year. All right, let's try and fill in a little bit, a few of the gaps here, because a lot of folks that'll be listening and are probably wondering who Aaron Davies is. So, kind of, kind of, kind of fill in a few of those gaps, you know, leading leading up to like the the collegiate nationals uh, last year, where you where you took uh, the slalom crown over at uh, over at Bennett's in Zachary. Uh, yeah, so uh, as Tony said, I'm from uh, Bolton, uh, England, and start skiing when I was. Um, 18 months old on the front of my dad's skis and, and, ju- ju- and just to, just to clarify Bolton in Lancashire which is all the way up in the northwest it's a little bit past Manchester not quite to Liverpool right right um, yeah I'm up, up north in England um, it's grim up north <laughs> nah, I, you know it's home you know um, but yeah no I, I started skiing when I was 18 months old on the front of my dad's skis um, a lot you know like a lot of skiers here I'm third generation skier um, my grand, grand grandfather started it, taught my dad, taught me. Um, you know, I've gone through all, all the age categories. Um, and then about five or six years ago, I thought, you know, how do I, ke- how do I keep continue my studies and, uh, and go, you know, and go to college and, and still ski? And, you know, Louisiana Lafayette offered that. Um, and that's where I decided to go for my undergraduate degree in industrial technology. Um, done uh, three national championships now. Um, came away with the win at Bennett's in 2021 uh, in the uh, men's slalom and as well as the 
the team overall, which was really, really good. We all we got our rings yesterday, um, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, that's that's the story of me. All right then. So uh, obviously taking a little bit of break from your from your studies. I mean, uh, the at the end of semester's coming up, but you've got uh, got a, got a few days spare. You got this weekend for the Swiss Pro. I mean, and how, how's everything looking so far as your practices can, can concerned? I know you train the majority of your time over at Airport Lake, which uh, which, which can be really nice at times, but can be uh, can, can be a little bit choppy in others. <laughs> yeah, it, you know it. Airport Lake, it's we've got you know, it's record capable site. We've got the everything's homologated to record record capabilities. Um, but yeah, the site it's a big open site, and it, it can get a little breezy and a little bumpy. But it, it's actually it's when it's the correct day and the, the correct water level, it's a really nice place to ski because it's, it's really deep and your ski just sits and you can turn turn so nice and you're not really worried about your fin fin blowing out. All right then. So uh, I I I, I, ju I just earwigged a little bit on your conversation uh, with uh, with Will Bush. I mean, you 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 took a little bit of time uh, uh, for spring break. A lot of people in South Louisiana use spring break as an excuse to ex to, to to explore New Orleans, you know, and and go to the beach and do something like that. But you took a different tact. You actually went to California to actually do a little bit of testing and uh, and get get yourself dialed in for the re remainder of the season. Yeah, you know, I um I I wanted to try some skis out, and Will offered to have me up there and to be able to you know test uh, the two new skis that D3 have out this year, the Neo and Ion Two. Uh, so I tested both of those. Um, it's great great amazing site up there at short line uh, where california pro-am is this year um so that it was it was really good yeah i decided to go up there just to to get a kick start to the season a little bit you know uh as well as testing the skis learn from will learn about the skis um you know develop my knowledge a little bit more all right then so uh, obviously, once you get through uh, the, uh, the the uh, this portion of the season, uh, Swiss Pro, you, I, I assume you, you're going to try and qualify for the Masters, right? Yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be at two of the uh, MLCQs. Uh, you know, try try and try and get a spot. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but you know, never say never, as they say. You know, could could, could get a really good score and 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 be lucky. All right then. So when you when you do end off uh, the uh, the spring and uh, initial portion of the summer season, the United States will fly home uh, to the UK, uh, where it's a little bit of a ditch, different situation to in terms of finding a place to ski and to actually keep some consistency in your training. Isn't that right? Yeah, you know I, I'm fortunate. Um, I you know I've got a facility down at Oxford with Steve Glanfield, Oxford Weightboard and Ski Club. Uh, I work there in the summer, you know, Steve's, Steve's a great coach, um, you know, he's one of the best and I learn a lot from him when I'm there. So it's, you know, I'm very fortunate to have that ability to ski there with him in the summer. Okay, so, so obviously uh, a, skier, a skier of your calibre obviously has to have some goals uh, to chase after. Uh, Tip, what what are what are your goals so far as maybe gaining a title this season or at least putting a high number out there on the course? You know, I I haven't actually made a uh, pro final yet. So my my primary goal is to make a pro final, and you know 
surpassing that it would be you know making some money in this thing um <laughs> that which is which is the goal for all of us um but that would be that's the that's that's the ultimate goal is you know putting 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 a competitive score out there no matter where that where that places me as long as i i know i've done the best i can out on the water that, that'll make me happy all right then so and as i asked with a lot of the, the skiers that i've interviewed already uh what what has been the highlight of your storied career so far i'm, pro I'm probably thinking of the collegiate national titles but i uh, mean uh, collegiate national titles because you won with the team and you won by yourself with men's slalom but is there any any other title that you that you proud to hang your hat on so to speak um, well, last year, you know, it was a successful year. I came out with Open, uh, British Open National Men's Slalom Champion. Mm -hmm. um, that was really good. That was held at Oxford as well. Um, you know, looking a bit further back, uh, I came for a, a 2016 Under 17 Worlds in Chile. Came back with a, a silver in that. That was that was my one of my first big medals that I got, and I was really really happy with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's you know looking even further back. There's there's been national championships over the years back at home in England. Um, but last year was last year open open men's slalom champion was that was a, a tick of tick, tick of the box on the on the list um, for sure. And, and and where the Swiss pro slalom comes up, uh, it's going to be the proverbial battle of Britain, is it? I mean, there, there's going to, there's going to be eight British skiers, the more, right. more than any other nation, even including the United States, eight skiers in total. Uh, in an earlier uh, podcast, I spoke to Tom Paul, and he was rather glad that Callumman actually made it over here because it would be someone more uh, one person more than he would compete against right. from his from his own nation. Uh, how do you feel about the whole situation uh, with you going up against Tom Paul, Callum Heath, Rob Hazelwood, Joel Poland, Will Asher, uh, Freddie Winter, uh, I think, am I missing anyone? Uh, ben Turp. Ben Turp as well. So, I mean, that that's a stacked field. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's great to have the, all the Brits here. You know, it's like Brits abroad. Um, you know, coming out, coming out in force, and there's some really big names there. You know, there's you know you got Will and Fred and and Rob and Joel. You know, and then you know we're all we're all trying to trying to trying to do the, to do the same. You know, get the best score possible, and uh, you know with some luck we'll see quite a lot of the Brits in the final on uh, on Sunday. And I think that this is a better bits abroad than just a, than just a typical uh, weekend in Magaluf or something right, like, right. Like that. But uh, but as we uh, as we put a button on on top of this uh, portion of the podcast, any any thanks you'd like to say, any acknowledgements? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me, Tony. Um, you know, it's it's been great to have have this little conversation. Um, and of course, thanks to my parents, to uh, Pete and Eileen Davis. You know, you guys have have uh, allowed me to study in the States um, and also to my grandparents, uh, Pauline and Bob, you know, they're, they're great. They're, they've been incredibly supportive and without them, none of this would have been possible. All right, many thanks there to, uh, to Aaron Davies uh, for, uh, for his participation in this uh, podcast. And in the second part of this podcast, I'd like to introduce another uh, collegiate athlete who will actually be uh, graduating from Florida Southern College uh, within, within the next few days. And he, uh, 
and he placed uh, on the podium in the U21 World Slalom Championships. His name is Jamie Calhoun. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, Tony? I've been doing very, very good, as a matter of fact. Uh, just getting psyched, getting pumped up for this event. I'm sure you're, you're gonna, you feel the same way with the Swiss Pro. Oh yeah, how could you not? It's one of the best events of the whole year. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's see if we can fill in a few gaps, uh, uh, Jake, uh, Jamie Calhoun. Uh, you've, yeah, you've skied in world titled events. Uh, you uh, last season you got into runoff situation with Sean Hunter for the championship of the world in U21s. Uh, kind of give us a little bit of an overview as to how uh, how how that shaped up for you. Yeah, it was a real good experience. That's for sure. It was a lot of fun battling it out with Sean. We're pretty good buddies, and. Uh, we both knew we wanted to go out there and ski our best and both wanted to ski each other to ski our best and it'd be a good show. We both did that. We ended up running 39 and then took it to a runoff. Um, in the runoff, both ran 39 again. And then <laughs> with the flip of the coin, I was out first. And so I just tried to bite off too much more than I could chew. And I fell around one ball and Sean made no mistake to run a good 39 and then take the win. All right then. So, and uh, that, and, and that's uh I don't know whether don't know whether you actually scored a world championship title, whether it be in the juniors or the U21s prior. Uh, what what other titles have have you have you held in recent times? A uh, number of Canadian nationals, <laughs> and then uh, co-owned the under 17 uh, slalom record mm -hmm. with Jonah Schaefer. That was three at 39, 1075, and two then Canadians. two go. Canadians. Yeah, and then also the under 21 Canadian title with uh, Big Nev with three at 41 and in fact Charlie Ross just put his name on that one too yeah yeah he's yeah he's been he's been a skier on fire in recent times uh, certainly and uh, given a lot of people uh, plenty to worry about but uh, let's see if we can fill a few more gaps I mean whereabouts in Canada are you from and where, and where do you typically ski when you go back up to the Great White North yeah so I'm outside of uh Toronto, Ontario, and Port Credit, Mississauga is where I grew up. Mm -hmm. We grew up skiing on uh, on your way out to Ottawa, but if you can picture Toronto to Ottawa, we right about in the middle um, in uh, Tweed, Ontario, outside of Belleville, close to where the Rosses grew up. Uh huh. And uh, just grew up cottage skiing. Started getting tournament water skiing out in uh, in Cambridge, Pusslinch, Ontario, where uh, the McClintocks reside. Yeah, you ski a little bit with J-Mac, don't you? Yeah, well, skied a lot with J-Mac. And so when I go home every every summer, I go back to McClintock's because that's where, I think when I was about 13, we started to get into skiing a bit more and wanted to do a lot of tournaments and go to the Nationals. And so we were uh, we went to McClintock's. We were there all summer. We had a trailer in the trailer park. Oh, nice. And uh, we did that for a number of years. And then a few years ago, we actually got a, got a house on the lake. So now we're on the lake and we can just I would walk to the uh, to work over the summers and Jason and I would ski in the mornings and then get in the boat and run ski school sounds good sounds absolutely idyllic and uh, and I'm sure you've do, uh, been been doing that uh, been doing the whole college stuff with Florida Summer College and then working your way back up into Canada I mean is, is there much of a difference uh, seriously between the warm waters here at somewhere like Swiss and skiing in a in a deepish tight lake in the middle of Ontario. How, how does the ski react, uh, do you find? Uh, very different. I mean, the ski reacts different to just about every single, any variable you can possibly imagine. It's going uh, <laughs> to affect the ski. Um, in the summer, though, you know, it does heat up quite a bit. Our lake is very shallow, 
and uh, so it, it gets quite warm actually in the summers. So it does it it skis relatively well um, during the summers. I mean, when you look at a at a lake here, like Swiss Ski School, um, it a lot of people would feel it's it feels a little grippy. It's slow. It's soft. Um, this whole slow cold argument is up for debate. You can talk to Freddie or Matt maybe about that one. Cold water being fast versus slow. Um, I'll put that advice. on my list. Yeah, put that one on your list. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, for the most part, we have a really good setup at McClintock's. And going back home, when you first go home after school and it's super hot here and you go back to Canada and the water's cold, it's, it gets tough then, but it heats up. Yeah, heats up, heat, heats up very quickly and probably cools down just as quick when once you get to about October, November. But yeah, you're, but you're here in Florida by exactly, time, exactly. So, so I, I skip out on that part, and I've had the, a great privilege to ski with Jason, and he's gone through all this for however many years. And so, if I go back after skiing here in the spring and I go back home and I'm struggling and beat my head up against the wall, Jason can really help turn that around. I mean, he's done it far more many years than I have making that switch from here going back home and, uh, and no doubt you're uh, you're feeding off the, that experience on a daily basis up there in Canada but what but whilst you're down here in in the United States and you're getting ready uh, to graduate oh uh, what what's your majoring by the way a business administration business administration and looking to get an MBA in the future is that it uh no actually well Possibly, it's it's up in the it's up in the air. Um, for the next year, I'll be working as a sales development representative for a company called BZ, um, and it'll be remote, so I can stay here in Florida and trying to follow the paths of Dane Meckler and Cole McCormick, balancing the the work full time life and and ski. They're kind of killing that, so. Sounds absolutely idyllic, and, uh, and and I mean, obviously you've been looking forward to that day where you step out on stage and wait for them to call your name and you get the, get the diploma and everything, you know, you, you, have you been running through that scenario in your mind? A little bit, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it, it's crazy how fast four years flew by, so it's still a little bit surreal to be honest, I better wake up and realize it's, this is happening next weekend. All right then, and being a Canadian, you have to be you ha have to be a hockey nut, yeah. I mean, what what team do you get behind? Uh, go Leafs, yeah, yeah. Coming into playoffs, um, I'm really someone, someone has to be a Leafs fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big big Leafs fan and uh, big hockey guy. What about what about CFL? Anything? Any any uh, any any love for any of the teams? The Red Blacks? The, never, uh, n never really. Uh, never was a big CFL fan. I'd say go. Go uh, Hamilton. Tiger Cats were always Tiger uh, Cats. yeah, they, they were always a good team uh, for us to follow. But never got too into it. It was a big hockey guy. That's all I can say. All right then. At, uh, no doubt at the start of the season, I'm sure that you want to set out some goals uh, for yourself. You know, whether whether you wanted to uh, to get a title, get into a pro final on the water ski pro tour, or or, ju or just take it a little bit deeper down 41 off. I mean, uh, what kind of goals are you setting yourself uh, from uh, from the, from the jump? Yeah, I mean, obviously all of the above. We want uh, you always want more. Um, you don't ask for much. For well, <laughs> for for this tournament specifically and start of the season, I definitely want to try to uh, to push push the starts at 41 and, and pick up a few buoys and make some finals um, and do everything I can. I know I'm capable of, of putting up some some deeper scores at 41 than than maybe I have, and uh, hopefully hang with some of the big boys.
Excellent stuff, and uh, we'll uh, we'll round off uh, the, this uh, podcast. But normally, before I, uh, I I put put the uh, put my finger on the stop button, uh, give you a chance to say thanks and acknowledge uh, uh, family sponsors, uh, the whole gamut, if you want to. All right. Well, I'll definitely start with my parents. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Um, I know everybody in in this sport can agree with that statement. Uh, my girlfriend, she's been a huge help and huge supporter of me. And then, obviously, it goes up to coaches being Jason McClintock. Um, he is instrumental in my skiing. Andrew Bergman, Drew Ross, and Matt Reaney. And a big old thank you to, to Radar Skis being, a, being an awesome sponsor and making a great ski. Excellent stuff. And uh, with thanks once again to, uh, to Aaron Davis, uh, you've been listening to, uh, to Jamie Calhoun. I'm Tony Lightfoot. This is the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.